0: put your arm in a deep fryer that sounds pretty intense actually anyways uh hello everyone and welcome to the it just works podcast i'm your host ryan today we have a fantastic episode we're going to be talking about microsoft uh just buying the entire games industry uh, a quick halo infinite update and then we're going to be talking about pokemon diamond and pearl the remakes so that was the brilliant diamond and shining pearl we're going to give our overall thoughts on the game and then close out the episode with some Pokemon Legends RCS discussion just our last preview before the game releases this Friday uh first though uh Brian from another vinyl page bro how you doing
1: welcome back what's up I feel like it's been a while I'm glad to be back talk with you guys see hear your thoughts and opinions about this game so let's go yeah I feel
0: like it's been way too long I've been really looking forward to this all day to be honest with you but Brandon how are you doing man hey what's up guys i'm doing really good man um you know as you guys have already stated
2: uh really stoked to do this episode really enjoying my time with uh brilliant diamond so um can't wait to talk about it
0: right on well before we jump into you know a couple topics and then obviously the games themselves um besides playing these games recently uh brian is there anything else that you've been playing that you wanted to spotlight today
1: oh man no i've been pretty much just focusing on uh brilliant diamond and then other than that i haven't been playing too much this month has been kind of less on the games i got to get back into that banjo kazooie came on switch online so i was excited about that i wanted to start picking that up
0: yeah if you want to play the inferior version then go ahead Or you can oh you're Game right Pass i forgot and...
1: there was a there was a remaster on xbox right
0: yeah it's just the digital upgrade there is uh, um you know when you collect the notes in a world um, and then in 60, ugh, Nintendo 64 version. Sorry, apparently I can't talk. I already had too much to drink. Um, when you jump out of the world, all of the notes would reset. Like it actually wouldn't keep a history of the notes you got. Where in the Xbox 360, Xbox One version, it actually keeps track of the notes. So you would have to go through all 100 notes all over again. Every Gosh, single time man. on the N64. If you're a completionist, obviously it's still amazing to have it back on a Nintendo console. There's no question about it. But yeah, I'd say go play their rare replay version for sure nice. um brandon is there any other games besides that <laughs> yeah, you've been playing recently you fucking this guy's fucking done he's over um, here just spaced out no i'm good dude um i'm I'm, sh- I'm shining bright like a diamond
2: um you yeah, i've been playing brilliant diamond um dabbling a little bit of halo but um you know, same with Brian. I think it's just been a really busy month, like dealing with post-holiday fallout and just <laughs> busier times. Um, you know, in our workplaces, I'm sure we've all kind of felt that crunch. So I haven't really been gaming a whole lot. Um, I did, however, two weeks ago play Pokemon trading card games uh, with you, right? Um, yeah. Always fun to throw it, uh, throw some cards on the table. She and um, yeah. Oh, one time you thought you won and you didn't dude i mean
0: uh, that was stupid i'm not gonna i would i wish right we got that on video podcast. but we're not yeah, yeah, we're not gonna explain it right now but the, no. the re- my reaction to losing to losing that was to authentic. The yeah sounds good well apparently i'm a little Sorry. too single in my life because i've been doing nothing <laughs> not but playing a lot of games <laughs> i've been playing uh mortal kombat 9 10 11 i was playing deception on the gamecube pokemon coliseum pokemon fire red apex legends and then, uh, you know, Will, friend of the show, who will hopefully be on this year, uh, me and him bought on Sunday, or I'm sorry, Saturday night for five bucks, Alien versus Predator, the game from the Xbox 360, PC, and PS3, where you can actually play as all three races. You can play as the Marines, Aliens, or Predators. Uh, it was actually a really cool game when it came out. We still found a lobby of people playing, and we were screaming and laughing our asses off, and it was honestly some of the best times. And then, of course, I've been playing Halo. Uh, obviously, you guys know I'm playing Halo a little too much. I think I'm at like 50 hours in the campaign and like 150 plus in the multiplayer. So, yeah, playing a lot of Halo. Um, but speaking of, you know, Halo and Microsoft, uh, we're going to jump into our you know first of the two topics, you know, little news topics. Uh, Microsoft has acquired Activision for about 68 billion dollars. Uh, I think it's literally the biggest transaction in entertainment history. Uh, So that means Xbox, if everything finalizes by June of next year, will own Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, StarCraft, Overwatch, Tony Hawk, Crash Bandicoot, uh, Spyro, all the Transformer, War for Cybertron games, just a ton of franchises out there. Uh, uh, Candy Crush, I think it's called, on the mobile phone. Um, Just a ridiculous amount of titles And they already stated that they will be honoring any uh, contracts that Sony has with Activision Blizzard. So if Call of Duty has a contract that's up until next year, uh, Sony fans will still get that. Uh, But Brandon, what are your thoughts on just like this uh, historic transaction that obviously trumps the Bethesda one, which was $7 billion. And we all freaked out about that. I still think that's a bigger deal. But uh, you know, personally, because I'm such a fan of Bethesda's games, and obviously we have Starfield coming out this year. But like, what was your general reaction just to the news? You know, just the headlines of that. Brandon, Brandon,
2: dude, I you're cutting out like crazy. I can't oh. Oh, okay. hear anything
0: you're saying. Oh, Brian, can you hear me? I can hear you.
2: Yeah,
1: <clears throat> I think. Can you, it, can you hear me, Brandon?
2: I can hear you now. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Literally, that whole bit you were like choppy and like spacing out. Like even Brian's not spacing out. Now it said my internet connection was weak, and this is a little. Oh, so what
0: the
2: fuck is going
0: on, man! Fix your internet, dude. Get off that Walmart shit,
2: son. Bro, it's been you've been having this podcast for a year <laughs> plus, <laughs> and this shit has never given me problems. Now all of a sudden, <laughs>
0: um well basically all i was asking you is just like what are your general thoughts on the acquisition of activision you know just obviously you read the headlines and you know you did talk in our conversation about it potentially being a monopoly you know just from the outside looking in um i would just like to say even if this acquisition goes through uh microsoft microsoft is only the third biggest gaming company in the world so even after this they still wouldn't even be a monopoly but just uh what are your thoughts on it Brandon?
2: um Well, first of all, I want to apologize to the audience of uh, It Just Works podcast for hearing my goblin voice. Um, (laughs) Real sorry about that. That's usually reserved for a private few. Um, But honestly, um, with Microsoft buying up a lot, what was the previous buyout that they did? I don't quite remember, but... Bethesda
0: for $7 billion.
2: I'm sorry, what was that? Bethesda for $7 billion. Um. You know it's it, it kind of vibe, some Disney vibes come through on in terms of creating like a little bit of a non- monopoly, however, um, you know, I think it might be a really good thing. Um, you know, we, we're gonna have games potentially have increased, uh, you know, attention to them, like we might see an increased quality <clears throat> in um, games like Call of Duty where they're not you know the same shit every year. You know, I think it's gonna be. A positive thing because blizzard blizzard and activision have been getting a lot of heat and i feel like microsoft's coming in to save the day and hopefully saves their day gives them face but also provides us with quality games so i'm
0: looking forward to it i'm
2: looking to see what happens
0: yeah I'm, i'm very much looking forward to it just to see what the possibilities are i'm not the biggest fan of blizzard uh or call of duty for that matter but I'm still excited for the future. I think it will be fun for fans that are on the console and PC and then um, the cloud devices as well. Uh, but Brian, um, being our resident switch only user, you know, what are what are your thoughts on this? You know, I'm sure that you saw this during the week when I posted about it or maybe someone else.
1: No, I thought it was interesting and crazy when I heard about it, like you said, I'm pretty much a Nintendo guy. So I don't know how this is going to affect everything too much. And I know it's a huge deal. And It's funny when I first heard about that crash and all the other people were going to be Xbox properties. Now I instantly, I sent it to the group chat. I thought of this image from back in the early two thousands and it has crash getting an Xbox tattoo. And it says crash is running with a whole new crowd now. And that's the only thing I could think of when I heard that announcement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember seeing like that image. Um, it was pretty funny when you sent that right now. That, that, that aged pretty well. Yeah, I sent it because I was going to bring it up. But yeah, that's insane that all these all these things are owned by Microsoft now. And the way you made it seem, it doesn't seem like it's too much of a monopoly or anything. You said they're third? Uh,
0: yeah, so even after this acquisition, if it goes through, they'll still only be the third yeah. uh, biggest gaming company in the world. So I, I just feel like that's kind of astonishing, in my
1: opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, so uh, real quick before we jump into Pokemon, um, I myself just want to bring up a couple things because the update came out after last week's episode. Uh, Don't forget that this is the last week. You have two more days as this episode's release for the Halo Infinite Cyber Showdown where you can get some pretty cool free rewards that are a little bit cyberpunk-ish. Some people would say they don't look Halo-ish, but you you can still check them out. They're easy to get. Uh, If you really know what you're doing with the challenges, you can still finish it in a few hours unfortunately the update to big team battle did not go through and we still have to wait for another update um it didn't get completely fixed so keep an eye out for that uh just a quick update on halo as obviously that's what i talk about a lot here um yeah and then uh we'll talk about some pokemon here that's what we're here to talk about but before we do that uh brandon you still having some uh unfortunate technical issues over there Unfortunately,
2: yes, I am. Um, I am going to. I have thirty-one devices connected to my network right now.
1: Dude, Ooh. holy shit! It's almost, <laughs> that's almost thirty-two. <laughs> Stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's one more than thirty. Holy uh, fuck! I would just say, like, if you could tell anyone outside, just go on their data for the rest of the show, real quick. I mean, that would literally clear all the bandwidth. Uh, I think you. literally. I think that I think Jed and my dad are watching
2: netflix on the xbox right now oh man <sighs> Fuck. yeah
0: that's sometimes it'd be like that sometimes it'd be like that people don't think it do but it
1: really do i mean 31 <laughs> devices um, my, I'm in my app right now for my browser um you know they always say 30 browser, is the 30 most seconds. devices you can have it once and then after that
0: <laughs> yeah don't worry i can cut this out if i have to but so far it's been naturally fine
1: <laughs> um, like just like you ryan oh damn, Ooh. Uh, yeah boy oh yeah ain't <laughs> hey, got any games on your phone <laughs> hey guys hey, you yeah. guys play fortnite
0: <laughs> what are
2: we dropping boys <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guys tilted towers is
0: back like who the fuck cares about a couple towers
1: <laughs> what, uh, what what are you drinking it looks familiar that i'm caring. drinking
0: high noon brother
1: Oh. It's, I it's not that ranch water i still think that ranch water did terrible because of the name
0: yeah i don't know who the f- i mean i get it because i think it's supposed to like come from texas you know they got ranches yes. for their horses and whatnot but yeah ranch water is fucking stupid because yes brian when i saw it that was the first thing i thought i'm like ew yep. but i know it doesn't have ranch in it but yes this- i know
1: they i knew i know they mean like texas ranch but when i hear ranch water i think of condiment like water yeah I'm like what are you doing you fucking idiots and like like every (laughs) store I go to they have so much and they're expired and it's like dude you guys pick the stupidest fucking name hey hey I'm sorry guys I'm gonna I'm gonna restart the router real quick yeah no you're
0: good I I haven't done it in a minute yeah just restart it real quick and you know um I think I can pause the recording actually yeah yeah do your thing do your thing all right I'll be right back all right it blows Uh oh Ooh. Right. well, I don't uh. remember where we were at before I paused this, the recording. So uh, yeah, Brandon's back. His internet's working. Brian's still here. And so now we're going to go ahead and talk about Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, the meat of this episode. That's why you're all here. You know, it's our review discussion. Uh, we're going to go ahead and just do a deep dive into the game, talk about our first um, impressions from the reveal trailer we got last year. Just kind of to freshen everybody up and see you know where we're at. Um, And then obviously we'll talk about how we feel about it now. So Brian, I think you were the most critical one of this game when the trailer came out, none of us were really like losing our shit over it, but you know, the, the chibi sprites really bothered you and the way they walked Um, just the graphics didn't look up to par. Uh, They did technically improve them as the game uh, was in development. We noticed that one of the last trailers that it looked a little bit better, but uh, you know, getting your hands on the game, you know, compared to when you first
1: saw its reveal, you know, like, you know, what, how, how do you feel about it? Oh, man, my first initial response was a little weird because I had laughed. I was like, holy shit, people are going to be so upset with this. Um, but then the RCS trailer came out and then I'm like, oh, people will be fine. They're getting they're getting both. So but then actually when I got to play it, it's cool. I understand they like wanted a shot for shot remake. It's fine. Um, the battle grounds look really nice, though. I will say that. What is it? The battle scenes, the grounds, what is it? You have is there a name for that? The battle scenarios, I would just call them that. Yeah, I will say that those are actually really beautiful. I think those are the best ones on the Switch yet. But visual wise, I'm okay. I'm comfortable with the chibi style now. I don't love or hate it, it's just kind of there for me. Yeah, but...
0: yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I, you know, I, I didn't really care for it when I, we first saw the trailers. Um, you know, when everything finally started coming out, though, I was like, man, this is actually pretty sick. You know, the like you just said, the battle scenarios uh, stood out in a heartbeat to me. You know, like you really couldn't pass it up. They look really good and the water looks really good. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it uh, exceeded my expectations quite a bit, actually. Um, thankfully when you lower them enough I mean can't. where do you go from there so uh, Brandon yeah. what, were your, what were your thoughts on just like you know where you were when the game was announced before it got released to where you are now with it if you I think it was I don't remember what movie it's from or I'm sure it's an age old
2: saying but if you constantly expect failure you'll never be disappointed but um, when I first saw it I was really excited <laughs> because uh, you know we were finally getting the Diamond and Pearl remakes that we were hoping for it was next up in the series um i do remember my time with diamond uh fondly but i remember it had its you know shortcomings for the time it was really slow because i tried to replay it and i didn't last like maybe until the first gym uh so with it coming out i was really excited uh to see it um i didn't really mind the uh the chibi style um we're finally getting what we wanted uh yeah it it was a return to the roots which i think the the uh, pokemon games definitely needed and it was nice that we got that and then three months later we're getting something that's completely brand new i think it's something to satiate people who want that classic style like i think we like i mean we'll i'm sure we'll get into it but i think pokemon like definitely went back to its roots and it's definitely what it needs and then you know, as Brian said, we're getting R.C.S. later. Gets it makes everybody hyped and happy. So,
0: um, yeah, really liked uh, seeing it come through and actually being a reality. That's like a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about next. And it is the fact that I, you know, I think all of us talked about it in the group chat. I think I texted you guys, um, literally like a couple hours into the game. Yeah, you know, it going back to its original formula, where it's like top down, just you know, everything's just it's it's very grounded but with all new graphics textures just everything reimagined i was like holy shit i didn't know i wanted this but i love it and i'm here for it and i i agree with you like the just really needed to go back to its roots like now i know people are tired of remakes but now i really want to see like every region every story done like this if we could and like you said just now we have legends rcs coming up which is a completely different take on the entire franchise it's basically pokemon with breath of the wild and skyrim elements i mean it's like holy shit so i think that was like kind of interesting that they did that because you do get that three month period where it's like you know fans can really get a taste of both worlds and i think it's also a taste of like what's to come with the series though i think I really do believe that they're going to keep making remakes. So like, maybe they go from like, let's go to just full on remakes. Like we are, we're getting with, you know, brilliant diamond, shining Pearl, just the classic remakes. And then the team that made legends Arceus, I think they're just going to move forward with like them experimenting with single player focused, just, you know, massive worlds. Um, One of the, one of the Twitter pages I follow that does leaks. This isn't a rumor or anything. They're just throwing this out there in the, the hemisphere to see what other fans think. And this person really suggested the idea that, like moving forward, maybe we get more spin-offs and Legends Arceus, you know, story driven, you know, moving the moving the, the bar further with the story of these games. And then there's a free-to-play game that's focused on nothing but the competitive side of Pokemon battles. And and it's he they basically said that it's like a Pokemon stadium game that's free to play and they update it as games continue to move forward, whether it's forms of Pokemon uh, battle moves uh, you know, ability updates, just any of that. And it's a game that's continuously updated and that's what they use from now on for their tournaments and just battles and then mini games. And I was like, shit, that'd be like really cool because then that'd be all of your co-op and all of your multiplayer. But then the other team focuses on more of a single player experience and I think that we got a taste of what that could look like here because, you know, obviously in these games, we can, you know, battle and trade like we always could, you know, with a global union room. Uh, But I'm pretty sure Legends Arceus, we cannot battle each other, uh, if that's correct. Um, I do know that we will be able to take our Pokemon out and put them in Pokemon Home and then do back and forth. But um, I think it's a very interesting road that Pokemon's going down. But in terms of, you know pokemon diamond and pearl remakes uh, i think the other thing that like really stood out um, is the grand underground you know the grand underground was great in the original games everyone loved it in the original games they took that same idea and added more to the loot table on what you can mine and then they took it one step further and they allow you to go online and you can literally just mine with friends uh, if you get up to i believe it's 30 Dugtrio or Diglett and there's an event that goes on where you can get uh, statues which are also incorporated into the game but when this event's going on you can get shiny statues which add bonuses to your secret base and then they did something that's even crazier and uh, something i love a lot is the biomes so there's biomes in the game now so you can go to a, a, a lava biome and find rock and fire pokemon you know sand you know desert areas ice just just it's crazy so Brian, you know, what were, your, what were your reactions to just going back to the Grand Underground and like seeing these biomes and whatnot? I know you dabbled with it a little bit, but, you know, did it still make you feel just as cool
1: as it was, you know, back in the day? Or were you like, this is this is a good addition? I have very vague memories of the original Underground. So seeing the new trailers for this game and then playing the new Underground, it was cool. I, I, I had like a lot of fun go, seeing the different biomes and seeing what was in there walking in and out to reset what Pokemon were in there. I think the first Pokemon I caught in there was like a Houndoom, and it was it was such a bitch to catch because it was so overleveled to everything I had. But um, it's actually, that's what's keeping me engaged in the game because I want to beat the Pokemon League so I can go back and find more stuff down there. I really want to explore and find more. I want to find a Totodile so damn bad. That's like my main reason. I really want to find a Totodile. And I had no idea about the shiny statues thing. I that you were just saying right now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it is
0: actually cool. I mean, there's nothing like to freak out about, but uh, I just like the idea of it. I think it's a it, add, it technically adds more to the gameplay. You know, for all the collectors out there, that's what Pokemon is. That's what its logo or motto's been since the beginning. You know, gotta catch them all. Well, you can collect all the statues as well, and then as you get the national decks, it opens it up to even more statues like Charizard and all them. I don't have a Charizard statue yet, but I will get one, brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I do have a few Totodiles. Um, that's the cool thing about the biomes is is that it provided like a Pokemon uh, black and white two experience because those biomes weren't in the original games. So now you're able to catch Pokemon very early in the game and also train to a high level early in the game like you couldn't before. And it just reminded me so much uh, black and white too and uh, i cherish those games and i think they're some of the best in the franchise so being able to allow players to change things up and really have their own story you know with how they collect their pokemon and who's on their team is i think what pokemon's all about because so many of these other games are oh cool i'm in this region like let me go catch the gibble now right because brian you're talking about that it's a little cliche but fourth gen's like i gotta have a Garchomp. And it's cool. Well, in this game, you don't have to worry about that. There's, there's plenty of other Pokemon you can get. Like Brandon has a Magnezone and back in the day, you weren't even supposed to fucking get that until after the Pokemon League. So there's just a lot of really cool things that they did. And I think that the grand, um, underground and and its updates really made the, the price tag worth it. But Brandon, I've been talking way too much. You haven't been talking enough. What are your thoughts on the grand underground and like, what has it provided for your experience?
2: Oh, you're all good, man. It's it's a lot to talk about. It's uh expanded. Just like Brian, unfortunately, I didn't really have much hands-on time with the original Diamonds Underground. Uh, I think I dug up like a couple fossils and like did some shit, made the mines collapse and you know, with the, I think Ryan, you remember like you were like, dude, let's battle online and I had no like optimal access port on my computer, my home PC and so like online connectivity back then was just out of the question for me unfortunately so i didn't really get to experience the underground back then but the underground in brilliant diamond is amazing like you said you can hop in with your friends I remember spending hours just trying to get all the diglet and find as many shiny statues as we can uh, it was definitely a really good experience nowadays um and yeah, I really want to gloat about my team, dude, because I caught most of it in the underground. I love it. Right. So, as you said, Magnezone quickly became one of my favorites. Um, you don't you don't have to evolve it through Mount Coronet now. You can just use a Thunderstone. So, got my Magnemite, and I'm like, hell yeah, really? dude!
1: I had yeah. no idea about that. What I does didn't it know that before? either.
0: I still both. <laughs> I still don't have one. I have to you go can back just and use get them. a
1: Thunderstone on it now. Yeah, can they fix like a bunch of these trade evolutions now, please? Fucking blew I,
2: my mind, dude. I agree. It was bananas um yeah so i got my magnezone super early i got um my houndoom which uh is a you know fire type which Sinnoh doesn't have a whole lot of and plus my dog ruby is houndoom herself so name it ruby broke the fourth wall it's super tight um got a togepi first thing and um togepi togetick and kiss are some of my favorite pokemon um so having one on my team like before the third gym just made the experience so much better and and that's what i loved about black uh black and white too is going to flow ranch and finding lucario and marip and Growlithe and all these pokemon that aren't normally found in your normal diamond and pearl playthrough and putting them on your team super early it was it was amazing um i think the fourth pokemon actually now that i think about it was a uh, dust skull waiting for that dust nowhere um so yeah accessing pretty powerful pokemon early on it's really cool and makes your experience different than your typical starter plus Luxray or no excuse me uh shanks and starly um so lineup so it was really cool i think the grand underground they definitely nailed it with um everything they had uh, available to it so especially those shiny statues those are bananas
0: love the hunt for those (laughs) Sorry, <laughs> they are sick. No, um, we will jump into that now, though, because I do think it's kind of a cool segue into the Pokemon we use on our our journey, and and you guys can talk about whether. Oh, I mean, Brandon, yours is very different than your original playthrough. Uh, but Brian, what are the Pokemon you have on your team, and do they? Um, how do they compare to like your your first team?
1: Oh man, my first team, I can barely remember. I remember having a Float soul and uh, Infernape That's probably it back in the day. But no, I tried to really use weird Pokemon this te- this run. I used a Carnivine because I never used a Carnivine ever in a playthrough before. And it's been all right. I have my Badoof that I refuse to evolve. Spoingus. She's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got Houndoom. Nice. Probat. Guard Chomp, which I'm probably going to get rid of just because I've used it before. I- this playthrough, I really wanted to use stuff I've never used. And then um, Girafferig, who I named Doofy. <laughs> oh my god that All is right. my team
0: yeah so i would nice. i would i'd be a betting man and probably say that this team is very very different besides probably a bit of than your original team uh you're, back in the day uh
1: Crobat. i'm thinking about taking off because i've used a crowbat before i need a water type
0: well i can give you a total um yeah, uh i that's why i caught extras uh yeah so i used infernape Bonsly my beautiful tree bonsai tree uh crobat uh rampardos snorlax and then Garchomp. and then later i subbed bonds because obviously i'm going to uh for palkia because i do like the idea of like going through the story and then beating the evil team and then catching the legendary and you know you already trumped the entire team you know i think you should be able to use your legendary in the in the pokemon um in the pokemon league i just really like that whole aspect of it um so that was my team Uh, Very, very fun. Obviously, once you get the national decks, the biomes and the Grand Underground open up and a ton of Gen 2 and Gen 1, including Gen 3 uh, Pokemon, are available to catch. So now I have like Salamence, Flygon. I have a Tyranitar with Dragon Dance uh, who is, I think it's the first time he's come back since third gen. I'll have to double check on that. But uh, in Pokemon Coliseum, the Tyranitar you get I'm sorry, in Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, the Larvitar you get has Dragon Dance, and that was the only way back in the day to have a Dragon Dance Tyranitar. So pretty pretty sick stuff. Um, the Pokemon in the biomes have d- unique moves. Um, I think I have... I forgot who it was. I think it's Charmander. Charmander has Belly Drums, so Belly back, a very highly competitive Charizard set from back in the day. And then I think also... Uh, Charmander had like Quick Attack. It's not even a move that it learns, but it has it. So the Pokemon in the biomes also have one unique move. um It's it's pretty nuts, actually. So that's um, pretty sick, dude. Do you think it's like
2: a really good thing to have like these old metas come back in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl to kind of put a spotlight on that? Because when, yeah. when was the last time yeah. the Bellizard was like a big deal? Uh,
0: maybe Gen Five was the last time, but that's even that's definitely pushing it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a uh, Dragon Dance, Aqua Jet, um, you know, Fralligator, he's back. Uh, you know, Flygon's good, but choice scarf. Um, he hits pretty hard. But the only actually Flygon is pretty much back as a meta Pokemon, but because they brought back they brought forward uh fairy typings, um, kind of kind of still dampens what he can do. But yeah, there's a lot of cool metas that have come back because the Pokemon just weren't available in the Pokedex for Sword and Shield. So it's been a ton of fun to see what people are coming up with, but um, you know, I uh, I uh, don't have the urge to do EV training and IV training, just uh, not my thing. I so, do oh, not blame ahead, right? you. Yeah, no, I'm I was
2: saying I don't blame you. I don't do that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it's uh, kind of just one of those things. So yeah. I really enjoyed. I want to talk about it real quick. I really enjoyed the whole Team Galactic story. Um, just just you know fighting them over and over again and going through that whole process i actually really enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would you know sometimes fighting the evil teams in the games gets really boring like team flare from x and y uh it's one of the ones i can think of yeah or uh the sun and moon team which i'm forgetting um i can't remember right now skull yeah team skull and you know some of these teams are just really stupid as shit uh i think i I think Brandon is the one who said that Team Galactic is like his favorite evil organization, right?
2: Um no. I uh Team played. Plasma Oh I'm sorry white too. Yeah. With a shadow triad and those sorry. uniforms. <laughs> Fucking yeah. sick, dude. I'm so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I I definitely got Team, it wrong. Team Galactic's definitely like a second tied with Rocket for me, though,
0: personally. Got it. Yeah. It was really cool to experience that story. Um did you guys enjoy just, you know, fighting a team that's actually not boring to look at? Or
1: what did you guys think of that? It's cool. I think they're a good team. I think they're better than other generation teams we have. So I, I, I fuck with Team Galactic.
2: <laughs> I fuck heavily with Team Galactic, <laughs> yeah, I dude. i fuck <laughs> with them.
0: <laughs> what about you,
2: Brandon? Um, yeah, like I said, uh, it's definitely tied with Team Rocket for me with uh, Team Plasma sequel. Uh, Team. Um, It was... (laughs) Sorry. Um, It was nice seeing Team Galactic, though, like, doing Team Galactic shit in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl with those updated graphics. Um, You know, definitely we had the the smaller, uh, more simplified style. But, man, like, the battle scenes, like you guys mentioned earlier, the cutscenes... The water. Bro, that water is fucking... Immaculate. Well, that Um, <laughs> it's crispy, crispy water. Um, yeah, seeing like all the the uh, Team Galactic shenanigans in uh, updated graphics was really cool. So, so yeah, um, I really enjoyed watching the story unfold and uh, Dialga fucking come through and shoot red lightning everywhere. So, yeah,
0: it was rad. I want to talk about a few things that I experienced. And I want to get through them because you know I was the one that uh i'm the only one that unfortunately got to him but i want to run through them real quick before i forget um you know the pokemon league was tough you know i actually lost to cynthia my first time which is pretty dope because i hate just winning everything like it's nothing so that was really cool i think i lost to her my first time i don't know but it was still really fun and challenging which i think is great because it just it never is enough at all And then I wanted to talk about real quick, Romanus Park. Romanus Park is their new version of Pal Park from the original games. And if you don't know, Pal Park was used to transfer Game Boy Advance Pokemon to the fourth gen games. Obviously, we don't have to worry about that now with this. So they changed it to Romanus Park, where you can find mysterious shards in the Grand Underground and then capture all of the legendary Pokemon from the previous games. And the cool thing about this is once you get mysterious shards and you go get the slate which is what's used to summon the pokemon um it's actually like their game so for groudon it is literally a stone ruby looking cartridge um you know they had the game boy color cartridges it was just really cool what they did there as a nice uh, fan service and it was really fun to capture those pokemon definitely a little bit of a grind to get the mysterious shards you guys can look up videos on that there's actually a really excuse me there's actually a really nice rhythm to that. to where you can actually do it in probably eight hours. Hmm. Um, I put the Battle Frontier area is incredible, and it is just like I remember, which it is. Um, I remember having a lot of fun in there with my original playthrough, and I, I had all that fun again, and I definitely need to spend more time in there. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about with you guys, if you had any time to really dabble in it, I didn't myself, so I doubt you guys did. Um, but it is a really nice feature from gen four that never returned until this game, obviously, cause it's a remake, but it's the customizing your
1: pokeballs. Did you guys happen to dabble in that at all? All right. As soon as I got to it or as soon as they started telling me about it and I started messing with it, I threw so many hearts on my Bidoof. So now when I throw out my Bidoof, it's just like a love fest because I love that boy. <laughs>
0: I love that boy, brother.
1: <laughs> That's all the only thing I really messed with though. I was going to put stickers and effects on other one of my team, but I just, you know, just you get that, Bidoof.
2: That's a Just special
1: Yeah, and He's the when only I... one that gets to follow me, too. Occasionally, I might do it for a few minutes, but nope. Just Bidoof follows me. Uh, <laughs> I have
0: Groudon following me right now, but only one Pokemon got a... Yeah, one
1: that's like that big compared to the same size as a Bidoof, That's They did mess up on that, I will say that.
0: Yeah. Um, there's only one Pokemon in my Pokedex that got a customized Pokeball. Could you all guess what that Pokemon is? Charmander i mean yeah charizard
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i meant sorry wait is it uh, charizard oh my god it's charizard fuck you, I now you to hear about wait, charizard. You know, like
0: charizard oh my god let me tell you about our lord and savior Charizard. uh i thought the customization was cool i just think that the sprites that were used back in the day had a little bit more gravitas to it i really enjoyed the old school one versus what we got now um, when I throw the Pokeball that, you know, Charizard has the customization on, it literally lowers the frames of the fucking game, reminding yes. me of why the Nintendo Switch is a giant piece of shit. So <laughs> just fucking great, man. <laughs> so now I want to move on to things oh. that we wish. Oh, go ahead, Brandon. Did you? No, oh, i sorry, I
2: didn't let you talk. Did you do it at all? Um. Yeah, the, the only reason why I'm like kind of hurt about it is because I did the shit out of it. <laughs> Every single Pokemon on my team has stickers on the ball. Nice.
1: Um, really? I-
2: yeah, dude, I swear to God no you don't have to show us i believe you okay. You can show us but, later but you know <laughs> um yeah i made sure every pokemon had like corresponding like my uh my togekiss has um like air whooshiness my houndoom's got fucking fire and darkness and my uh dusk or no, dusk has you know the shit um so yeah dude i thought it was super dope but i will say like the uh previous animations for the um, ball stickers was better back in the day because the frame rate drops and I was like I stickered the shit out of this Pokeball right I was like fuck yeah dude it's gonna be so dope and I did it and it was like Meep. just super minimal and I was like I need to sticker like at least 50 or like do the max on a ball in order to get like a true like really cool effect and even then it lowers the frames I mean I was still about it though so
1: it's I might cool. have to play. I might have to play with my balls some more after this
2: dude nothing nothing like sticking adhesive to your balls yeah (laughs) you decorate
0: those balls you silly goose um (laughs) that dog ain't right but you know (laughs) i uh i kind of wish i did that now brandon no that is cool that makes your team and your experience more unique uh being able to customize you know their appearance when they come out um definitely made me feel a lot more personal with my team which is why i absolutely
2: just love my team right now i haven't felt that in a very long time so
0: so is there anything else you guys would like to talk about that the game currently has before we move on to what we wish it had? i like to go down a list of things that I wish it had before we let you guys go. Ahead.
1: I know something that was supposed to be good, but it's more so annoying on my end. Do you want to save that for later? Or...
0: Mm, let's see. No, go ahead and say it now.
1: Okay. You know, if you, um, Max out the friendship or whatever on at somebody on your team. Oh. And it's like it's like breaks it, dude. It's like he my Pokemon should have gotten knocked out. Oh, he held on because he loves you. Oh, he yeah. woke up after one
0: okay. Turn of sleep. I don't he mind landed a critical that.
1: hit. It's like, can you make the game any easier? Like
0: <sighs> well, that's the other thing about Junichi Masuda. And sorry to cut you off, I'll just say this real quick. That's the other thing about Masuda that people are happy that he's kind of you know stepping away. He's had yeah. his time. He believes the games across the board should be easier. He doesn't care that adults are playing these games. He thinks they are marketed towards kids. I'm not denying that. Yes, I. I, But he is quoted saying that these games should be easy. So there's our problem right there.
1: My issue
0: with that system, real quick, is that the animations suck. But go ahead, what were you going to
1: say? No, it's like I understand it's a kid's game, but do they just think kids can't figure it out anymore? Because we figured it out when we were younger. And between the buddy thing how it's like it's so hard for your pokemon to faint now and then the experience share you can't turn off it's like how can you make the game any easier well okay so i'm actually on the wrong side
0: of the XP share argument i think it's fucking stupid to only train one pokemon at a time like it's it's they're all with you like they should all grow in your travels and battles you go through whether or not you use them and i actually go out of my way to use them because i i do want to make sure everyone's getting their time but i remember like i'm playing fire red you know because i want to complete the national decks because i i don't think i ever did as a kid um you know i'm playing it and i'm i have a lucky egg on two pokemon i had on my typhlosion and I'm just transferred from pokemon coliseum what's up and i literally have to switch out the pokemon to train them i have to stop what i'm doing and train them where I could just be training a whole party like I don't understand that I think you should be, okay hold on sorry let me rephrase myself I think you should be able to turn
1: it off no question about it, Put it back. that's what I was gonna say that's exactly what well, I was I, gonna go with it people bitching about it can go fuck themselves I think people are bitching that you can't turn it off that it's like it, it really I don't think it would be that hard to say on off and then it makes we're it a little bit harder <laughs>
0: Well, we're also talking about Pokemon and Nintendo, and they can't even figure out their own online system or their own franchise. So it's—I feel bad for those people because it is something so simple that should be fixed for them, and here we are. I think what the EXP share thing's been since X and Y, Brandon, right? Right?
1: Uh yeah, it's like
0: Black and White two, maybe right? I don't know. I think I think Black and White two was the.
2: I think it's either Black and White two or X and Y, where you could actually turn it off. I do remember a function in a game where you could turn off the experience share. Yeah, which one exactly I do not know. However, I like my two cents on experience share, I love it because I think training individual individual Pokemon is kind of stupid. It's really good for if you're doing EVs, so you can get like the specific one because the experience share kind of fucks it up where you you're training for special. Yeah. And if you fight a attack, like if you fight a physical Pokemon, then you're gonna get the EVs towards that. I can see how that inconveniences you. But what inconveniences me inconveniences general people like the its target kids or busy adults who work nine to fives or at least 40 hours a week. I don't got time to train individual Pokemon, dude. That experience share is legit. And I love having everything be even, nothing's overpowered more than something else. I think it's a really good feature, Uh, but, you know, it does provide an inconvenience for um, people who want to EV train. Well, take Pokemon out of your party, which you don't even have to go to a PC for nowadays. I think experience share is dope. It should be able to be turned off,
0: but um, I think it's tight. I think that's what's annoying about the entire XP share argument is like, why isn't it just like, (laughs) why isn't there just a switch? like why does something so simple have to be taken out so i really do feel for those people you know like brian's talking about with the whole you know friendship animations and just how kind of cheesy it is and and how broken it is because yeah like you'll you'll land that was the thing about the legendaries that sucked brian i was using ampharos for all my legendaries right just to paralyze them and thunder critical hits would kill them
1: yeah so i have so to- many
0: critical hits too right yeah, it so landed
1: a critical it, hit because it loves you or something like that. Whatever. I like it the fucking idea. destroyed the shiny. I, I like. No, I yeah. totally like the idea, but it happened far too frequently. It yeah. it does happen a lot.
2: Like there have been plenty of times where like a Pokemon has been in the red for me, and it's like my Empoleon. It fucking s- slept off some some bullshit status, and then survived like three Ocos, and it's like because it loves you, and it does make the game extremely
0: easy. Yeah you know what sucks too is that whole like friendship systems i know we're going from jumping from xp share and whatnot that friendship ship system excuse me i cannot talk uh it hasn't changed since since, jesus i cannot talk since x and y the animations the dialogue that you get none of it has changed it's never been updated so just really fucking knocking out of the park with their laziness yeah Yeah, it
2: is a one-for-one one thing one thing i did appreciate though that diamond and pearl uh i would say have but it lacks is i love completing a a main event in the story and not being bombarded by my fucking rival or the professor guiding me on what to do next it was nice to walk out of a building and be like oh i can kind of do whatever the fuck i want not somebody be like hey have you heard about the shit happening in this area um long exposition etc it's I got lost somewhere to go but oh I look at my map oh I should go here tight I, I somebody, really like that some, right there's nobody holding your hand to the next thing you have to do it's like it gives you that little bit of individual individualism and freedom and not just like constant story where I'm mashing a and I am mashing A and like I do not care about the friendship between me and this dude who I don't know like it yeah but I, I, I like, noticed that while I was playing talk?
0: have you heard about a lord and savior Jesus Christ like no shut up like it's but- the equivalent of me mashing
2: through, um, hop all up in my shit, is me slamming the door on a, an, it, and it, um, on a, uh, fucking,
0: Mormon's face. Like, sorry, <laughs> I don't even know where you were going with that. Uh, I just thought about it though. You are right. Like sword and shield, like really held your hand like the entire way. Bad. Oh yeah. And, it, and it,
2: it gets, it's like it Pokemon's about friendship and everything like that, but it's like, I don't need this random dude just like holding my hand throughout the whole way or like, yes, yeah.
1: Well, you guys know what I mean. Yeah, I skim through through some of the dialogue sometimes and I love being able to just press the menu button and it tells me what to do next. It's not like overbearing. It's just like, oh, I totally missed what they just said. Where do I go next?
0: Yeah, I I really thought that that was convenient. Yeah. Uh, Anything else before we move on to things we wish the game had and then are just our final thoughts on the game?
1: No.
2: I think that does it.
0: All right, so I'm going to go ahead and go over a list of things. Um, I wish there's better animations for the Pokemon while they're in battle and when they follow you and the, the Pokemon are actually proportionate to your character. Um, and speaking of that, and I think I've said it in like four episodes now, but I wish the Pokemon still had stances or just, just something else that made them unique towards your experience. Uh, Brian mentioned it very heavily in our previous episodes where we talked about it. Uh, mega evolutions. Uh, I really wish they came back for this game and then made new ones. Uh, I, I think that's a huge missed opportunity in terms of replayability for sure. You could have just fucking mined the mega stones. Uh, a built in social system that was like the 3DS with the PSS, where you had a friends list, you'd see if they're online, you'd see if they caught evolved, you could invite them to go do activities. It was just a very fluid system that actually worked really well um, for the hardware. And I think it'd work great on the switch. Um, if it was like a menu or something, uh, maybe any platinum content that's missing here, you know, like the, uh, dimension world or whatever it's called, um, or something like a Delta episode from Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, just something that provided a hour long, you know, experience. It was a quest. You know, I thought, I thought it was incredible for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I didn't know about that episode from leaks. And I remember experiencing it and going, Holy shit, I can't believe this is real." It was over pretty quick, but it was still fun. Um, and then well, I think that's it, actually. So those are the things I wish they, you know, they that they had in the game. Uh, Brian, was there anything
1: that you wish was in the game that's not? I just think s- some new content, I think, compared to all the other remakes we got. We have the new Mega Evolutions in, what's it called? Omega Ruby and Alpha and Sapphire. What did we have new in? Hell, following Pokemon that was new in Heart Gold, Soul Silver. I don't know. I just felt this one was. I know they said it was a decision to make it a shot-for-shot remake, but which I get. Once I I get that too, but I mean, I guess you could say the Underground is new. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It felt like it was hard for me to keep going back to the game because it's like uh, there's not that much new content. It's I've kind of already played this game. It's just kind of a shined-up one. It's kind of a fixed version. But I don't know. I just feel like as somebody who. If you played Diamond and Pearl already back when you were a kid, I can't imagine needing to play this one, but I that could just be preference. I just wanted a little bit more. If that makes
0: sense. Yeah, that's understandable. I hear where you're coming from. I think I'd have to disagree on the preference part. I mean, that's well, it's your preference. I do think this game is worth going back for for anyone who played the originals or people who haven't played them at all. Um because the Grand Underground does add a lot, and then Romanus Park is fun, it does add a lot. It's a little bit of a grind, like I said. Yeah, um, the frontier looks beautiful. Um, I just think the game itself is really good for what it is. It's just with these things that I talked about, uh, it could be one of the best games ever made for the franchise. Um, but Brandon, is there anything else you would like to elaborate on that I said, or anything else that I missed that you wish was in the game before we um, give our final thoughts?
2: I mean, I had a few things uh, separate from yours, but I mean, kind of nailed it. Animations to be a little bit more polished would be nice. Uh, There were a lot of times where I threw like an ultra ball while my Magnezone was doing its like idle animation and it looked like it shot the ultra ball out of the bottom of its body, which was kind of weird. So like all these like little funny uh, things that could, you know, use a little bit more um, finishing touch would be nice. Um, Animations mainly. Um, Mega Evolutions, it's definitely like a like hell yeah i would i always love mega evolutions favorite mechanic but uh, um you know even with you saying uh it being in the underground where you can mine the megastones i think gonna be really rad uh, make it like a mini game to find like that megastone in that area of the underground so you're not like doubling up on them like how you would the skull fossils or anything like that um be nice unfortunately i like i would love it but i don't think it would fit in very well um, the social network from sun and moon was really nice that way you can kind of see what everyone's doing um but i mean my own wish-, wish list personally um is just to have the distortion realm because i really missed out on that because i didn't get to play platinum back in the day Same. so seeing that especially with the updated graphics and everything and the battle scenes it's been really nice and um you know with bdsp coming out in november we have legends rcs coming out in January they both take place in the same region technically it had been really nice to see like a Easter egg or something like about the before times other than what we had in Diamond and Pearl right. originally well uh, something you know. that they clearly added
0: to get you excited for the new game
2: exactly like a little, little Easter egg to be like uh-huh yeah hey, a little bit of you're ready, ready in three months when you're gonna spend another $60 on a fucking game dude speaking, here
1: you go speaking of Easter eggs was Jasmine in the original one there was a um, pretty sure woman. she was. I don't remember her being in there, and then I saw her when I was playing the other day, and I'm like, I don't remember her there. Are they su- subtly hinting at like "Let's Go Jodo" or something, or am I just totally overthinking?
0: Fish, why is you in Albine City right now? What the fuck? We'll have to double check, but if she's not in the original games, then I think that's definitely them hinting at "Let's Go" number yeah, two. I
1: think that's. I do not remember her in there, but mm. we'll look it up.
0: As I, I had something I wanted to say. Uh before while you were talking brandon you said something that um oh i just think when it comes to the animations i know that you're talking about like a gimmick with magnezone i just think my issue with these games at this point is how lifeless everything kind of feels with the characters and the pokemon themselves they just seem so robotic and you know when you're when you're spoiled with games like monster hunter which i'm always making this reference but it just i would really hit home if even a fraction of the Pokemon did anything those monsters did. And I think that a lot of people would appreciate all the hard work that these developers put Not that they didn't with this game, I'm just saying like, I think like an extra year for animations. I don't even care. I think it'd be worth it. Um, Absolutely.
2: I mean, it's, it's nice seeing a Pokemon actually do a double kick or a fire punch instead of hopping up and down twice. And then (laughs) all of a sudden a fist comes in, fucking hits the other Pokemon. So yeah, I agree with you for sure
0: uh well that's all i have to talk about with this game i'm ready to give a score for it you know it was just kind of a review discussion but i still want to give a give a number uh are you guys ready for that part before we talk about legends rcs and wrap things up yeah uh i'll go first i think the game's an eight out of ten i think it's a really good one-to-one remake of what the i think they set out to do this and they succeeded they replaced pal park with romanus park um I do think legend re catching legendaries is getting a little played out. I think they need to do something else that provides post game content. Um, I do like catching Groudon over again, and that's what I was going to say too. I'm sorry, it just clicked. Uh, you do see the distortion world in Romanus Park. Um, in one of in a couple of the scenes, it's definitely the distortion world. So, oh, nice, I'm looking
2: forward to that. Then,
0: um, I, I just wish they did a little bit more, but everything does look good in this game. And, you know, like I said, with their goals that they clearly set for us as the audience, um, I do think the game is an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, Brian, what would you give the score for this game if, you know, between one and of 10 with your experience so far? Oh, it's
1: going to be really hard to pick up a number, but I'm really in the middle of the road with this game. Um, it's pretty much exactly what I expected. It didn't do anything really wrong and it didn't really do anything perfect. I'm just really in the middle of the road with this game. Um. I'd say a six or seven is seven probably is more likely for me, but yeah, this game is cool. I mean, it is what it is. It, I got exactly what I paid for. I got what I was advertised. Um, I, am I? Do I regret buying it? No, it's cool. It's I, I'm enjoying playing it. I don't see myself like you were saying before we started, RCS is going to come out and I don't know how often I'm going to be coming back to this game. And that's not the game's fault. It's just, it's an okay game. <laughs> Oh, I've already gave you number seven.
0: Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think seven's actually being generous, still considering oh, you sit six, here seven. in the middle. Uh, Brandon, you know, with your experience so far, you know, what would you rate the game?
2: Oh, man, it's so tough. Um, I think I have to agree with you on like a on an eight. I think eight's a really comfortable number. I I was almost considering a nine just because the amount of nostalgia I felt like f- firing up this game and like playing through like it, it definitely hit those nostalgic notes where I was like, I felt like being a kid again. It was really cool. And it definitely nailed that for a remake, but that's also it, in its fly is that it felt like a remake, you know, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I would rate that higher. It's probably up there with, you know, Heart Gold and Soul silver as being like the best remakes. This is definitely up there, but I mean, it's nothing new there's no butterfly. there's no uh, beautiful eye opening up the scene there's no like it's just it's shot for shot and i think that was perfect in nailing those original tones that we need for pokemon series mainline games but unfortunately um you know didn't add that extra spice i think it is perfect i'm still really enjoying my time with it so
0: nice yeah, I think, those, I think everyone's pretty fair with that. So real quick, before we uh, wrap this thing up, uh, this is going to be our last preview before Legends Arceus comes out, so I want to talk about it real quick. We have, all three of us have looked at leaks. Um, the game is out in some other countries and some other players in the U.S. have it. We've seen enough gameplay that has really raised our hype bar, I would say, at least for me, just through the roof. Um, not expectations, just what I'm seeing is already... All right, it's already a lot better. So they also released a 12-minute gameplay overview trailer last week, which also helped with the hype. Uh, Brian, we're going to go ahead and start with you first. You know, where are you at with this game? We've talked about it probably three or four times now on the podcast. This is the last time we're talking about it before the full
1: release. You know, um, what are you excited about and what are you worried about? I mean, from the first announcement to where I am now, I was super hyped with the announcement and then it kind of, with each tra- trailer, it kind of got dwindled and dwindled. I was like, this isn't going to live up to the hype. But now I'm actually seeing the gameplay from all this leaks, and it's actually looking like a fun game. So now I'm back up their hype again, and I did not think that was going to happen. Um, I think this game isn't going to be the prettiest. It isn't going to be what they could do, <laughs> yeah. but the fact is they're trying something different. And the fact that they're trying something different is going to push this company in a new direction. It's a step in the right direction. And I'm just, I'm so damn glad they're breaking the formula. And I hope we continue to go out of this formula and this works well for the company, because this is what people have wanted for a long time. They wanted something different and we're finally getting it and damn, it's a week away and we're going to finally play it. So I'm, I'm pretty hyped.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. A week, bro. We're only four days away. <laughs>
1: oh, I don't know why I thought it was a week. Yeah, four days. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, man. Uh I I'm so hyped for this shit. Uh this is definitely what I've been wanting since like Oblivion after playing like Oblivion other Elder Scrolls and you know, Bethesda titles. I'm like, man, open world Pokemon would be really successful. And here we are so many years later. But Brandon, what are your thoughts on this game with all the discussions we've had uh leading up to this moment, you know, four days before release?
2: Um my hype definitely skyrocketed um within the last like two weeks i was really doubtful about this game the you know whatever previews we saw they were really choppy and i still think it's going to face some performance issues it is a very ambitious and uh, demanding game for the switch so you know despite the technical you know imperfections that may occur uh i really like what i've seen so far i don't want to spoil it for anybody but um a lot of my fears like how pokemon are gonna look interact behave um they've been alleviated so i'm extremely stoked for this game um you know just (laughs) kind of just like uh diamond and pearl remakes we went from like "Eh, i don't know but now it's like oh yeah it's 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 happening uh i can't wait to get my hands on it and i can't wait to uh talk to you guys and see uh what we all think about it
0: so uh
2: yeah looking forward to that
1: it's going to be fun
0: it's going to be a lot of fun and that's it that's all we have to talk about today it's been a very long episode but i appreciate you guys coming on i've been looking forward to this very much i absolutely love talking to both of you gentlemen on this show be sure to follow brian at another final page and brian do you have anything to say uh before we get off the show
1: thanks for having me and i cannot wait to talk to you guys about legends Arceus after we played it for a while
0: yeah you're welcome man i can't wait for us to talk about it too and brandon anything else you'd like to add
2: um no man just uh play Arceus and rcs we trust and uh buying that's a
0: must god bless charizard (laughs) all right guys well thank you guys so much everyone have a wonderful week and we will see you next week on the it just works podcast
1: Bye.
2: bye 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 bye